I am so excited to get into today's episode. My beautiful friend, she is all about loving yourself to success, learning how to love yourself, learning how to trust yourself, and yes, owning your own business. I cannot wait to introduce her, but first, hey, welcome to my beautiful book boss, the podcast. I am your lovely host, Sherry Caldwell, and yes, it's going to be a great day. (laughs) it's gonna be a great episode if you are returning hey i know you're gonna enjoy it and if you're following me please let's start a conversation what did you think about this right and sis if you are coming on welcome i am so glad that you are here i am so thankful that you chose to tune in and i pray that you can share the love with someone else if this was helpful you definitely want to spread the word my beautiful book boss is all about just uplifting women and allowing us to really be who we are but how do you do that how do you get to a happy healthy and whole place well sis It's all inside of you. Yes, it's that simple. Really owning who you are as a woman, it's going to open up for you to have those sweet, sweet moments in your other relationships. So I hope you stick around. I hope you become a part of this beautiful circle of bosses. Let's get into today's episode. So my beautiful friend, Kenya Halliburton. Oh my gosh. You guys, she has an amazing story to tell you but first her journey began in 2007 she launched her business as a virtual assistant while she was pregnant with her first child yes 13 months later she had baby number two coming along the way her marriage wasn't always perfect and it was starting to get worse and worse as time went on by 2009 she had become a certified online business manager while she was gaining some success in her business she was slowly losing her mind she just didn't feel like she was herself anymore so she sought counseling and she realized that she was being emotionally abused she could not fully accept that that was really happening so she stayed but as time went on things went worse and her reality was that eventually her marriage she had to accept that it was broken and it led to divorce But the story doesn't stop here. Kenya picked up the pieces. She had her three boys and she started to turn things around. Her business is all about what happens when your business or with your business to your business when life is happening to you. So you can think about all of these unexpected illnesses, depressions, burnout, children coming, relationships breaking how are you going to juggle that and a business how are you going to funnel how are you going to market how are you going to price and trim well kenya is perfect the perfect coach to help you along the way the perfect coach to teach you strategy and how to allow yourself time to go through life to still have a successful business so help me welcome my beautiful friend kenya halliburton Okay, so this morning's been busy, and Kenya, I know you've been busy running around doing some errands. Can you help us out with letting us know that it's normal? <laughs> oh. oh my gosh, it's so normal. It's the it's the life of a mompreneur, right? Like 
You got kids, you got errands, you got life and business to live. And so some days we get crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's beautiful. Can you give us a quick intro of who you are and then bring us to uh, like how you got started? Mm -hmm. Well, I am, I call myself an online content choreographer. And um, basically what I do is I work with women entrepreneurs, speakers, authors, and coaches, and helping them essentially sew all the moving pieces of their online businesses together so they can create a life-friendly and profitable business, one that frees them to do more of the stuff they love and live the life they want while making the money they deserve. That's my little spiel. How I got here... I, I started my business in 2007 as a virtual assistant, shortly thereafter got pregnant, fell in love with all things online marketing. So I quickly transitioned into being becoming a certified online business manager. And um, from there, I just geeked out on building my business. But what was happening alongside of me building my business was a lot of life. I was a military wife at the time. My marriage wasn't going so well. Um, fast forward, maybe you know, two or three years down the line, I popped out two more kids. Still, still working on my business, but the turbulence of my marriage kind of kept me from really being able to get to a place that I wanted to. And so, it all came to a head in 2015. I ended up fleeing my marriage, um, left everything behind, which left me homeless me and my babies. So I became a single mom trying to rebuild my life. That was probably one of the scariest times for me, but probably the best decision that I could have ever made. During that rebuilding time, I was able to reestablish my business. I was able to, you know, stand on my own two feet. It took me like maybe 18 months to kind of get back on track. And I think at that point, I decided that I was going to make sure that I built a business that supported my life and the craziness of it all, right? Being a mom, raising three boys. I wanted my business to afford me the freedom to do what I loved with who I love. And so I set my business up to do that for myself. And now I am on a mission to help other women do the same. Thank you. You said so much. (laughs) So I'm going to pull out some of those three main pieces that stood out to me. Um, In the beginning, when you introduced yourself, I noticed you didn't say, I'm a mom, I do this, you know, as I titled, but you just went right into, I help women. And that spoke to me because you clearly know who you are. How do we get to that from I'm a mom, I'm a wife, and that stage that we can feel lost in those Mm -hmm. titles Mm -hmm. to... Mm -hmm. What you just said, I know who I am because this is what I do. This is what I provide for people. That's such a, such a great question. Um, I think that the foundation of it is, I guess, the question that I would recommend that we ask ourselves as women entrepreneurs, um, as women in general is, am I loving myself well? I think that the way that I got to a place where I really feel like I understood myself is... I asked myself that question and the reality of that initially was that I wasn't because I was living my life for my children, for my husband, for my clients. Everything that I did was through the lens of how someone else saw me. And the way that 
I got out of it in the way that I submit that your listeners get out of that place is to identify what your core values are. My value system became key to me figuring out who I am. So now I know that I'm I'm a loving person. I'm a caring person. I'm a kind person. I'm a creative person. Those are the things that I carry with me, you know, when my children grow up and they get out of the house, I'm still going to be those things. I'm still going to be creative. I'm still going to be kind. I'm still going to be nurturing. I'm still going to be, nothing is going to change that part of who I am. Now, the roles that we play, they can change. You might be a wife at some point. You may not. If you tie your identity to your roles, that's kind of how we end up losing ourselves. And when those things go away, if those things go away, we end up really, really lost. Wow. (laughs) That was so good. So I just need to repeat and free somebody. You are not defined by your roles. Like you being a woman, your personality is completely different from your role. Is that safe to say? Yes. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to get that because you can express it in your roles, but Mm -hmm. it's still a separate entity. Once you find you as a woman, who you truly are, right? Absolutely. Couldn't say it better myself. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Um, and I want to go into when you decided to switch to online, because I think it was because of your role at the time, right? Mm-hmm. So it kind of goes along with each other. Yeah. yeah. At some point. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, finding what fits. Um, For me, like I said, at the time I was a military wife and we had just moved. So I had a a regular, you know, nine to five on-site job at first. And um, when we got ready to make a transitional move, I said, and I was pregnant, I was like, you know what? Um, Let me dust off my entrepreneurial chops and create a way for me to stay at home with my children. So that was what it was. Mm, that that is such a beautiful thing that you did because I when I grew up, um, I don't think there was an option, if that mm-hmm. makes sense, for mm-hmm. my mother to be home. It was yeah. get a job. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it and those are side effects to that. Yeah. Um, so I'm just so glad that you <laughs> you went another direction. But can we talk a little bit, if you don't mind, how do we know when you were talking about your marriage, how do we know to keep it, to try and fight for it, or if it's the right thing to let it go? Ooh, girl. Take your time. Take your uh, time. Um, I think, you know, um, on su- some level, you know, um, for me, I would say, and for those ladies who are in toxic, abusive situations, those are really problematic, right? Um, When you are in relationships that stifle, that keep you from becoming or being the best version of yourself, that is a sign that it's probably time to go. For me, of course, this this question is kind of loaded because it, it it depends. Each person's situation is different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of times we talked earlier about roles. This is kind of an epidemic for a lot of us women. I never want to advocate <laughs> a woman like, you know, 
girl, leave him behind and go right, to the right, like, right. Because that's, that's what I need to know. Because <laughs> we see that, right? We see so many marriages and relationships fail, and maybe it could have worked out. So, like, yeah. how can we know? Because I encourage people to work it out if you can, but I also understand some things can't. You know what I mean? Sometimes it can't. Yeah, or maybe you, it may take years later. Yeah. I don't know. Well, what you mentioned earlier was interesting. You said you said a key word. You said fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that word is problematic. Okay. Um, I think we have been conditioned to think in terms of fighting for some relationship. And I think that's probably the wrong way to look at it. Um, I think it's important that we fight if we're going to fight, that we fight for ourselves. And what I mean by that is in a relationship, you have two individuals who are on their own separate journey. If you're fighting for a artificial relationship and not addressing the truth of who each of you are as individuals and how you coming together can help each of you get to where you want to be in life, then if you're focusing on that artificial thing, it's going to cause problems because both of you are sacrificing who you are for this facade. For this yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's important. I think communication is really important um, to think about, you know, how are you able to communicate with that person? And I think probably the most important thing is for you to be able to focus on yourself. I think a lot of times as women, and I know for myself in my own individual situation, a lot of the problem was I was just so focused on the marriage. I was so focused on, you know, what the kids would be like without their dad. I was so focused on what other people would think. And I just wasn't focused on me. And as a woman, I mean, we carry a lot of weight in a relationship. Um, Mm -hmm. So if is what they say, happy wife, happy life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you are not well, nobody else in the house is going to be well. And so I think even for those people, because it's easy to say, okay, how do you know when it's time to leave? Um, I think for me, for some people leaving, they might not be at that place of leaving. Right. Um, for me, I had to learn how to love myself. I had to learn how to take that energy that I was putting into wanting someone to love me a certain way and learn how to love myself. And the stronger you get in loving yourself, a friend of mine told me, she was like, Kenya, one day you're going to wake up and you'll know. Nobody's going to have to tell you. Nobody's going to have to, you know, you won't have to call anybody. You'll just wake up and know it's time for me to leave. And that's, that's the best advice I can kind of give. (laughs) That's so good because um, I still we're still married, um, you know, never been through divorce, but I'm wondering if everybody faces that, like, should we, because I think it's just normal and we don't talk about it enough that men and women are completely different. Number one. (laughs) So we have to figure out how to get along, but we're talking on the lines of deeper issues here. Yeah. And I, I just need to know, like, because I went through my own depression, right? But mm-hmm. again, he was there with mm-hmm. me through that. Um, so it, it never got to the point where I had to leave to love myself. But I, I found out how to love myself 
while my husband was on the side, while my children was on the side, because everybody was being affected. I know you understand yeah. what I'm saying. Everybody, the whole family because of me and that issue. Yeah. So I, I can't really say it was his fault or their fault. It was yeah. me. It was coming from me. And oh. you know what I mean? Um, when we're talking about this, what is that line from taking responsibility or like, how do you take responsibility? If someone feels like they didn't keep their marriage, like you said, the fighting um, mm -hmm. for it, if they feel like their marriage was broken because they left, mm -hmm. where is that line from both of y'all or maybe one of y'all causing like, how do we get past that initial um, guilt and feeling? Yeah, I think everything, first of all, we just have to all embrace that each of us are on our own individual journey. We are each designed for a specific purpose here on earth. And this is going to sound a little bit crazy because I know we watch a lot of love movies and, you know, yeah. movies and <laughs> I watch a lot of love movies. <laughs> <laughs> but my perspective is I don't think any one of us were put here specifically for our spouses or for our mates. Um, my perspective is we were all put here to serve a greater purpose, whatever that is for you, for each of us. And when, when we find a life partner to share that purpose and that journey with, it's amazing. But so in knowing that, it's important that you own your own choices and you own your own feelings and you own the results thereof. There's nothing wrong with making a mistake because if it's, and I don't, I don't even know if there's a such thing as like making a mistake. So you decide, Hey, I, I think I want to leave. And you, you know, it's your choice to break up a relationship. And at some point you have a revelation that, oh, that was the thing for me. Um, if it's meant to stick, it'll stick. Right. Like if, if it's meant to come back around, because we're all on an evolutionary journey. And so we're always growing. So I just am a firm believer that you there's no such thing as losing something or making a mistake. Um, but I think that is really important for us to take ownership of our stuff. Like we are in a relationship outside of a relationship, in a friendship, in a business relationship. You are responsible for 100 percent of your role in it. Right. And so yeah. we can't control what the other person does or how they feel or, you know, we can only make the choices based on the information we have at the moment. And we just have to be OK with that. You know, even if we aren't sometimes you make decisions and you don't have all the information and, you know, um, in retrospect, um, you realize, like, if I would have known then what I know now would have made a different decision. But that's OK. Right. Like it's it's all okay. And um, so I don't know if I answered your question, but <laughs> yeah, but you said so much about growing and being okay um, with making mistakes. You said so much uh, because this is life and it's always something happening in life. But I also love how you said if, if it comes back, that could be an option. It depends it, how that person again it goes back into what decisions are they making because I know I made mistakes and my husband made mistakes thank God it like that circle kind of changed 
Because if we would have stayed in that down moment, it could have happened to us, that divorce mm-hmm. and then having four kids is hurtful on both ends. Yeah. Um, but it just, this year has been our best year and we're still working through things. But I don't know if that's normal or not normal because um, we don't talk about these things. Yeah. I mean, I think the one thing that you can bet on is that everyone has their ups and downs in a relationship and you can't help but to because you're both you're human and you're both learning and growing I think if both of you are committed to becoming and being the best version of yourselves possible that can't help but translate into the connection that you have Um, that's beautiful that is so can you just say that one more time because sometimes I think we beat each other up too much yeah well, we you beat know, each other up, we beat ourselves up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And ourselves, because a lot of the pressure I was putting on myself. Can mm-hmm. we talk about that for a minute? A mm-hmm. lot of the pressure I was putting on myself and I was just battling it in my mind, thinking mm-hmm. everybody hated me, thinking mm-hmm. I was m- making a you know a mistake. And it's like, no, you're doing fine. What is wrong with you? And I couldn't yeah. accept love from anybody was just so much frustration and negative energy coming from me because of that mindset yeah because we don't love ourselves well oftentimes as women um we um one of my signposts one of my mantras in my business and for my clients is love yourself successful and because we're so used to as women pouring out our love and affection and care and concern on everyone else we don't know we don't we often don't give ourselves that same um portion and so of course we're gonna have moments where you know like oh why did you say that you didn't do that oh you're you could have been a better mom or oh, the kid your kids aren't doing what they're supposed to do because you're not you you weren't on them you weren't consistent blah 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 you know like you just are constantly bombarding yourself with you didn't do you're not good enough you didn't do well enough and we would never do that to our children we would never do that to the people that we love like if they came to us we would be you know with a oh I feel like I'm not good enough we would pour every affirmation we would preach to (laughs) them we would preach them high yes but we don't do that for ourselves it's so true (laughs) it's like why don't you do that for yourself we're sitting here walking around with those thoughts like you're so stupid why did you do that and it's like you wouldn't even talk to your you know you wouldn't talk to your children that way so why are you talking to yourself that way Um, so that's something that we have to practice um as women and our partners have to practice it too and that's why I say it's important for both people involved to be focused on becoming the best version of yourself because that changes the dynamic, mm-hmm. right? Like it changes mm-hmm. how you argue. It changes how you disagree because now you're not jockeying, you know, waiting for the person to finish their sentence so you can be heard. And they're not jockeying, waiting for you to finish so they can say what they got to say. You're both listening to the other person because your goal individually is like, okay, I want to hear you because I, there may be something for me to learn or become better. Oh, I see your point. Oh, that's a good point. I never thought about that. You know, it doesn't become like, and another thing, right. 
it's like you're able to actually talk versus there being this weird competition. Like you're both supposed to be on the same team. I, so, I agree. I totally yeah. agree. Working together. Because I, I, I'm about to make somebody mad, but I'm going to say it anyways. Go ahead. Girl. Because, <laughs> because we can be, it's like two extremes that I see. We can do whatever somebody tells us to do or we feel like that's going to put us in a better situation like like a little puppy dog just ha 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 yes 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 mm-hmm. I'll do this I'll do that to try and get the love or mm-hmm. the opposite you can't tell me like you said putting your little finger up and not listening just mm-hmm. not working with your partner two extremes mm-hmm. can you help us with that <laughs> the bossy one and then the one who's running behind because <laughs> I've been both I'm gonna be honest I put my hand up first I've yeah. been both yeah I think I think it comes down to understanding your triggers where we all come with baggage you know we're all to some degree trying to overcome stories and lies that we told ourselves and traumas that we've experienced as a child right Um, in our youth. And so we bring that to our relationships. And so I think if we just understand um, that sometimes the thing that we're mad at is not what the person themselves said, is rooted in something that happened as a child. And we're attaching that thing that that person said to the tone and intention to someone else that hurt us in our past. And so they're getting punished. They're getting the finger for something that somebody else did to you. Not directly what they did. It's just what they did and what they said triggered that story that you've been telling yourself. And so it goes back to, we have to learn how to be 100% honest with ourselves. And that honesty is very painful and scary because it requires you to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to be vulnerable in a disagreement um, because you are fearing that this person is, you know, you're going to be taken advantage of, you're going to be hurt. And so that's what happens when you're in these relationships. Like each person is trying to keep themselves from being hurt. Each is a power struggle. Um, but if you can communicate with each other and get on the same page of okay this is you know this is how we're going to disagree this is what I would need from you when we're having disagreements this is what I would need from you I mean it all comes down to honesty and communication I think um and each it's going to be different for each couple but that respect and understanding okay I love you at the end of the day um, and if you know someone loves you and you, it's very clear that they love themselves, at least to some degree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, you know, and, and this is not for those, I have to be clear, for those who are in toxic situations, yeah. it can be different because you're, if you're in a toxic situation, the person and you're, you're the victim in the situation, the person that you're dealing with may not have the capacity to love themselves, but they don't have the capacity to love you. And so mm-hmm. now you are trying to have comp- have these level-headed, healthy conversations with someone that doesn't have the capacity to do that, and it's just not going to work. <laughs> yeah, know? I agree. I'm glad you made that clear because um, mm-hmm. there is a difference. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I want to mention this uh, and weave it into our conversation. You said it goes back to your childhood experiences. Can you help us? Because you're a mompreneur, you homeschool. Mm -hmm. How does that translate in your homeschooling? Because I always say that homeschooling is not just the textbooks, you know, the history, the math, the science, but it's life learning. So can you just kind of shine a light on that? Yeah, um, you know, it's interesting. I'm glad you brought that up because I think one of the things that I realized even in my upbringing is that my parents did their thing. They went through challenges. They went through pain. They had their wins, but they never shared it with us. (laughs) They never, they never really spoke to us. They just were like, you know, going through their thing. And I think that the way for me, learning and personal growth is like everything. And so I, I attempt to have conversations with my children about life, about why, you know, they're learning math and how that translates into their everyday life. And um, more than just academics, I talk to my kids about character. And because I'm like, you can suck at math, but you, you can be a person of good moral character, a person who is disciplined, a person who is goal oriented and surpass the smartest person in the room. So I I instill in them ownership. I instill in them being a person of good rapport. That's kind of how I weave, you know, I talk to them about entrepreneurship. You know, mommy's an entrepreneur. Mommy schedules like this. You know, the reason why mommy is at home most of the day is not because, you know, they'll look at me and think, okay, mama don't go to work. Right. She ain't doing nothing. (laughs) Yeah. You know? And I'm like, no, mama's working. How do you think she pays the bills? But right. mama gets to create her life the way she wants it to and earn the money on her terms. And you can do that too. And so I think we just have to learn how to be really transparent. Now, it wasn't always this way. I had to learn, you know, I was very much at some point, the mom who was just pounding the keys, trying to see if the money was going to add up to be enough to pay the bills, stressed out ignoring the kid you know like I was there I became aware like okay if you continue to operate like this how are your how are your children gonna be framing this story when they get older right and so communication again it comes back down to that just communicating and making your children a part of the journey that's so good that is so good because when I was at my low first of all I want to be clear I didn't know I was that depressed. Mm -hmm. I had no idea I was like out of my mind um, to the point where it wasn't me anymore. I had no idea. I'm I'm so thankful that God kind of snapped me out of it because I till this day, I can't tell you how Mm -hmm. I came out of it. I didn't. He literally had to snatch me up because I was down one day and then the next day I was like, okay, I'm good. Yeah, that's not normal for everybody. Like, it's a serious thing. I forgot. <laughs> I'm losing my train of thought. That's okay. We just flow. <laughs> you're hitting on something really important, though, because I struggle with depression. Oh, girl, when I tell you, I struggled with depression so bad that my clients even could tell, like, my cycle. Like, it was, yeah. my client had a group program, and they could, they would even know. Like, it was, like, literally, I would say, 
every, if not every month, every other month, I would have a spell where I just would go dark and I just would struggle. And you could hear it in my energy. Just, it never failed. And first of all, what we as women have to understand is that there's something called hormones. Yes, please <laughs> tell us. <laughs> Sometimes we don't have anything to do with whatever you think is going on. Your hormones are doing some crazy things to your body. And what I realized at some point, for me way too late, was that part of the reason why I was going into these depressions was because of my health, my hormones. Um, I was what you call estrogen dominant. Okay. And estrogen dominant causes you to have, you know, too much estrogen, estrogen in your body and it throws everything off, your moods, your irritation, you blow, like all these other side effects um, that I was experiencing, but I didn't know that's what it was. I thought I literally, Sharice, I thought at least once a month, somebody needed to find an institution and, and commit me. Oh my <laughs> like, gosh. It's like, you know, I was, this second yeah. person is coming out and I need to put oh, myself behind was, the walls. Oh my God. I was like, I am, I'm losing my mind this time. Right. <laughs> like Aww. this, I'm losing, like, um, but once, once I figured that out, then I started, I got the supplements that I needed and everything balance started to balance out. Um, and then you can deal with the real issues when you got your, your, your body in balance. Then you can say, okay, if I'm still feeling a little down, I can deal with this piece of it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And I remember um, as you were talking, my thought came back. I mentioned that story because like you said, being transparent with your children and, and allowing them to be a part of the process, um, they were affected by my depression. And so when I came out, one of the first things that I did was apologize. I said, mommy really didn't know. I'm sorry. Um, and then we talk about that. You know, we talk about emotions. Yeah. Um, we talk about when someone passes away or gets sick because we dealt with both of them. So we talk about that. If someone has a job and then they lose the job, like life is real. And I want them to be prepared. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. And, and it, it is so important because you're right. Children are sponges. They pick up your energy. I have mm -hmm. one of my sons, um, I suspect is very empathic, intuitive. And honey, I can be pretending like I'm good. Um, but I could be sitting at the computer, you know, struggling internally with some things and, you know, trying to hide it from them. And he'll straight up say, Mom, are you okay? Oh, he, like, he found yeah. out anyways. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, when are you okay? I'm like, I'm good. Why are you asking me that? And he's like, it seems sad. And I'm like, really? <laughs> I'm like, what? How do you what? do that? I, I didn't know. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so, and 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 he'll, you know, if I'm having a moment and not like you said, not realizing it, I know that I'll the way that I'll know is he will follow me around. He'll just be on me like glue and I'm like what do you want nothing I just want to hang out with you Aww. and that's you know but he's like that it's like he know he can sense when something's off with me and he's just like your you know that support animal like you just yeah that's you know, really sweet but children sweet. pick up on it they do they're impacted by it whether they're like that or just they can feel it yeah unfortunately 
in our traditional setting of schools, we don't build that character up enough. And that is like the main problem I see. Because in my own household, my children were struggling the most. It usually was because of stress. Because the next day or the next few minutes, now they know how to read. That's right? Funny. I'm like, well, what just happened? At first, you couldn't read. Now you know how to read all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think you hit what you talked about earlier. You hit, you said the word emotions. And I think, you know what, Sharif? I think in my life, the most important lesson that I have learned in my adulthood is understanding the power and impact of emotion. If you can teach your children young the power of emotions and their role and help them manage those, they can't help but be successful in life. Wow. That, we, we are going to end it here because we, a little bit earlier, we talked about the good character yeah. versus that most talented person or person who, like you said, the math, who can just ace any test it goes back to that good character can you end us off with that yeah going back the theme of what we talked about I think is really understanding how to love yourself successful and part of that is knowing going back to what we said earlier about knowing you know who you really are getting clear on what your values are how are you divinely wired that goes to character right yeah but that also lends itself to understanding emotions and that that's a whole other talk show we not can't go deep yeah, can't do it all here <laughs> <laughs> but but understanding why you feel the way you feel why you respond the way you respond to things healing those parts of yourself healing those parts of yourself that hurt you know really paying close attention to what triggers you to go into those dark down places just really being present about how you feel will allow you to be smarter in the decisions you make for yourself, for your children, for your relationships, for your business endeavors. It really opens up a world of opportunity for you when you can really zero in on who you are, what you want, and how you want to feel. That's beautiful. I can't even repeat that. <laughs> But it just goes back to, I think everything comes back full circle, like who you are, it it affects everything, right? You just have to be clear on that. And that's what you do. You, you do that the best. Oh, thank you. Well, you know, it's been my journey, right? Like I, before I could build my business, I had to be clear on who I wanted to be and who I was and what I wanted and where I wanted to go. And so that's one of the first questions I ask when I'm working with my clients. It's like, what do you want? And then they tell me what they want. And I was like, okay, who are you? Let's work on your values. Like we, I have to know that because it, it really does permeate through your marketing, through the products that you create, how you show up, like all of that is connected. That is so good. I I have to like in really fast, but I just want to point out it affects everything because the way I grew up, when I mentioned my parents would get jobs, it kind of suppresses you. You know, if you have to work, that's fine. That's cool. But if it's damaging you as a person, because that's what I noticed, 
people are walking around like shells, mm-hmm. lost all who they are, worried about money, and there's a better way. Can you please just touch on that? Yeah, I mean, well, you are the money. Oh, right? come on. Say that again. <laughs> <laughs> you you are the money. You are the thing. You are the, the asset that's making these companies millions of dollars by your presence. And so if you can do it for someone else, you can do it for yourself. Come on. That that's that's it. That's all. That's right? it. Like, <laughs> you are. I love. You know what? I'm gonna put that everywhere in my house. Yeah. Because we need to value ourselves. Like you said, that love thing. I didn't mm-hmm. realize how much that love plays a key. When you love yourself, mm-hmm. everything else just kind of brightens up. Like you know what's yeah. right. You know you can make those wiser decisions. Like you said. Yeah. Yes. It's so good. Look, I need to hurry up and edit so I can post it today, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right. I loved it. Thank you so much. I'm so glad we got to reconnect and this has been amazing. Thanks for having me on your show. Yeah, thank you. Oh my gosh, that episode was incredible. Kenya did a fantastic job. I'm so glad she came on. I just want to do a quick recap, guys. We talked about so many different hardships and difficulties in life while running a business that I didn't even know I could still have my business set up. When those things happen, I can step away from the business. The business is still taking care of us and I can handle and go through life as it comes. That is such a big relief. So I even encourage you guys if you want more information on kenya definitely go to her website kenyahalliburton.com you can follow her on her social media you can definitely even type in slay your course that is one of her newest programs and she is just up to so many so many more things she talked about self-love and self-awareness being okay with learning growing and evolving into a better you unless your relationships are affected regardless if we recognize it or acknowledge it at all you have to be okay so everybody else can be okay Kenya just touched on so many things and so I want to leave you with am I loving myself well and these are the words of Kenya are you loving yourself well Thank you guys so much for catching another episode of My Beautiful Book Boss, the podcast. Don't forget to like, rate, comment, subscribe, and follow us. Definitely share it if it blessed you. Be a blessing to someone else. And I will see you guys in the next episode. I love you all. Stay beautiful, be wise, and be all that God created you to be. Bye. When the child was struggling, I'm sorry, my son. Okay, hold on, give me one minute, please. One minute. Um, when um, 